I haven't had a lot of experience with diapers, but I do know that you don't usually find them taped to dead men's chests. I'm Bella Bree McGowan, and while I'm happy to report strange happenings like this in the Royalton Star Weekly, I would have passed on the early morning haircut if I knew I was going to be present at the discovery of the diapered dead dude. But there he was on the floor of my favorite hair salon, Planet Hair. What in the world? Claire, Planet Hair's owner and stylist extraordinaire, froze mid-stride in the doorway. I gently pushed past her and realized I should have stayed outside. A middle-aged man in a mismatched suit was face up on the floor. I don't suppose there are many places dead men look at home, but surrounded by marigold walls and purple trim, it was like finding a corpse on a merry-go-round. I knelt down and put my fingers to his neck, searching for a pulse. I'd felt skin like this before, cold and kind of, well, dead. And this guy's heart hadn't been pumping for a while. His dress shirt wasn't buttoned all the way up, and as much as I didn't want to look at this guy, I couldn't help but see there was something unusual on his chest. There was a line of gray silver duct tape, and under that, a row of line art duckies. I'd seen ducks like that before, on my cousin's infant. It was a diaper. I got an instant case of the creeps running up my spine. I looked up at Claire and shook my head. There's a dead guy in my salon? Shit! Claire is a tough chick, but finding a body can shake a person up. We need to get out of here. I shooed her out the door and dragged my cell phone from my pocket. I didn't dial 911. My best friend's husband, Tom Maverick, was the commander of the Vermont State Police Barracks in Bethel, Vermont. I called him directly and let him sort it out. After Tom, I called Randy, the photographer we used for the Royalton Star. Dead body at Planet Hair. Get over here now. God help me. A little shiver of excitement ran through me. If I had anything to do with it, the paper would come out tomorrow morning with a shot of the dead guy on the front page. A scoop for the paper would be excellent. On the other hand, my stomach was starting to clench. Dead bodies had a way of wrecking my life. Claire and I waded out on the covered sidewalk in the humidity. My leg was jiggling with nervous energy as I willed Randy to get here before the police. I was sweating even though it was only 8.30 and we were standing in the shade. Claire looked at her watch, glanced back into the salon, and then gazed at me with her eyebrows raised. You'd better call your clients. This is going to take all day, I said. My appointment book is in there with the dead guy. Claire frowned. Sorry. It was 15 minutes before two state police cruisers pulled up alongside the building. There were no lights or sirens. This was what I liked about Tom. He kept the fanfare at a minimum. Tom tended to be a low-key kind of guy for a cop. I should have known you'd be here. We've had two dead bodies in the past five years, and you've found both of them. Three. You forgot Lily Wallace in California. Not that I wanted to remember the blood mingling with her hair in the river. But seeing a body fall from one of the tallest bridges in the United States isn't something you forget in a hurry. That's right, body number three. You holding together? I'm fine. At least there wasn't any blood this time. Could have been a natural death for all I know. Yeah, not likely. Captain, one of the officers stood in the doorway behind us. You might want to see this. Tom stood and I followed suit. Randy might not get here to take real photos, but I could take a cell phone shot. Tom stood just inside the door and I peered around his shoulder. The medical examiner had the dead guy's shirt open all the way, the duct tape on his chest clearly holding down a diaper. What the hell is that? Tom asked. Silver duct tape on a man makes me think of explosives. Not explosives, Tom. You can relax. It's a diaper. The Emmy poked the soggy red diaper. Full of blood. I turned away. 
I knew from experience that blood has an adverse effect on my stomach. I heard someone retch and looked to see Claire behind me. Bree, get her out of here, Tom barked at me. No, I need to see this. I'm fine, Claire said, and then gagged again. Bree, Tom, it's my job. My God, be a human being for five minutes. Claire needs help. Shit. All right, I'm going, but only because blood makes me barf. I found Claire standing on the stairs and led her away from the shop. Sorry, she said. I didn't mean to mess up your story. I'll hunt down Tom later. Claire and I walked around the corner to the cafe situated under the Royalton Star's upstairs office's hallway down the block. The muffin man, Dave, was waiting tables. Here was a man guaranteed to raise anyone's spirits. He squatted down next to Claire and fixed her with his hazel peppers and the color returned to her face. Looking good today, ladies. What can I get you? He flashed his smile. I smiled back, feeling like I was back in high school.